0: Hey guys, it's Alex Maynard and Jeremy Kibler, and we are back with another episode of Flick, Flick or, or flop. flop. So we have a whole bunch of really great movies to cover this week. I have honestly been looking forward to Birds of Prey for so long, but we're not going to cover that one yet. yet. Not yet. We have two other little goodies Smaller. that I was like... Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I was too, and they kind of
1: have something in common.
0: Similar themes. Yes. Yeah, multiple similar themes. Yes. So, you take it, what, I'll take what, it away. Take it What are we getting into? All
1: right. So, the first movie is The Lodge. In The Lodge, Riley Keough, who I keep forgetting is actually the granddaughter of Elvis Presley. How about that? <laughs> Jelly donuts, anybody? <laughs> Anyway, Riley Keough. She plays Grace, this young woman who's been seeing a man who's about to finalize a divorce. And then his ex takes her own life. And the man wants his two kids to spend quality time with Grace. So he decides that he'll take them all to the mountains for Christmas. And the kids already resent Grace because, you know, they're... In extreme grief over their mom's death. And, yeah. Yes.
0: I feel like you're not portraying the story as as crazy as it is. Like as crazy it is. Yeah. Well, like
1: it's, it's a slow burn. It gets
0: there. I'm not finished
1: with my little <laughs> plot. I'm not finished.
0: Guys, it's so intense yes. coming from somebody from, with now, a divorced family. It's ca- crazy. Aw.
1: So I'm setting it up, and I'm not... It's going to sound like I'm saying more... Like I'm spoiling things, but I'm not. No. So um, the kids actually do a little research on Grace. And this isn't a spoiler. Um, she was the daughter of a sex leader, and she was the sole survivor of a cult suicide when she was 12. So Grace has baggage. <laughs> and... Um,
0: so Everybody's got some baggage oh, in this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So once they arrive at the lodge or it's more of a cabin it's definitely
0: a cabin yeah, like you say lodge and i'm like you okay i want lodge. this like fancy
1: yeah <laughs> so um but the kids um their names are aiden and mia and it's funny because the actors are played by so Jaden lieberher plays aiden and leah McHugh plays mia they don't quite make the holiday getaway eat too easy for grace um they well i won't get into that but um yeah, so then They're little fuckers. I'm they just gonna say fuckers, that. Fuckers. They are yes.
0: the definition of a little fucker.
1: Yes. So Grace's boyfriend Pardon boyf- the language. <laughs> so Grace's boyfriend um has to drive back into the city for work, of course. Promised to be back in time for Christmas Day, and so you know, Grace reassures him, like, oh, it's just gonna be a couple of days, we'll be fine, and then well, things don't quite go so well. <laughs> um so what do you think of Lodge?
0: I loved it. I thought that it was very relatable. I mean, it talks about a whole bunch of different things that I think that the average consumer um can relate to. I mean, you have suicide, you have divorce, you have mental illness, it, just so much. Right. It's, Without
1: coming off as like a um, an after school special.
0: Correct. This is a horror film. We yeah, it's definitely a say. horror.
1: Um. So this is from um, an Austrian writing, directing team, Severin Fiala and Veronica Franz. They made this movie um, in 2015 called Goodnight Mommy. It's extremely disturbing, but it's really hard to shake. And I would say The Lodge definitely falls into that unshakable quality. Like, especially the last shot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's so chilly and chilling and just, like, dread-inducing, and you don't know where it's going.
0: Um, you think you do? You think you do. There's some misdirection. I mean, honestly, at one point, and it was great because I was literally at that point where I was like, okay, how are they going to make a movie out of mm-hmm. this? And then they did, mm-hmm. like, shortly right after that. So it's... Yeah. Like, as you're going through it, like, be disappointed just for a second, right. and then they totally right. recover. It's rewarding. Yeah, these these
1: filmmakers are really, they're really experts at like misdirection. Like you think mm-hmm. it's going one way, and then it's another, and um, yeah, there's just real tension between Grace and the two kids because you know she's she's
0: attempting to, who do you want to believe? Exactly, and just questioning everybody's integrity and yeah, right, and just like.
1: There's a lot of paranoia, and um, it just it keeps you unstable, kind of much like Grace, because she has this religious background that she's tried so hard to escape. And once she gets to the lodge, it kind of comes rolling she back. She has
0: PTSD. In. She does have PTSD. PTSD. She's getting yes. triggers and having episodes. We
1: should say I talked about the the mother that dies. She's played by Alicia Silverstone, which she um, she makes quite an impact. Even though she's in it for maybe like less than, less than ten minutes, um, but I felt like um, she made such an impact in her last scene that it kind of lingered over the rest of the movie for me. Um, yeah, this is a this is a punishing movie, but it's really effective. Um, the filmmakers do a lot with like silence, and there's like a
0: strings-laden musical score and. Creeped me out. I feel like we should have had like the door open. You we were saying We should have. You were saying. Yes. Like come on, it's chilly, but it, it really wasn't chilly. That chilly. No.
1: I felt like I could feel the
0: the chill the, the, the chill in the air. We had a heat cold. wave though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which didn't really. Yeah. But No, it's very wintry. Oh my god, it was
1: a wintry atmosphere.
0: Yeah. So would you say the Lodge versus another recent horror. Gretel and Hansel. Oh, Gretel and
1: Hansel. You know, I would probably give these the same grade, but it's not about the grades. I mean, I these are both completely different movies, but they both do thrive on, like, a, a certain atmosphere. Um, this movie is probably the more downbeat one of them both.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was that, just final,
1: that final shot has some pretty um it implies something really unpleasant.
0: I really wish that they would have done what we were talking. We were talking I can't about. I can't, can't say it. Yeah, yeah. I can't say it's,
1: it. this is a movie that's um I think it's better if you go in knowing as little as possible. Yes. Like just know the premise and let it take you from there.
0: Some parts of it it does get like borderline like ooh like that's <laughs> really controversial. Oh,
1: yeah. It, it like I said it's a punishing movie it it's um it's a pretty cruel movie, <laughs> uh, Riley Keough is really good in this, um, Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Um, she you know you can kind of feel her brittle mental state. Um, she's kind of going through down this rabbit hole, and um, everybody's really good in this. The kids are good. Um, it's weird. This is actually the third horror movie that's had a kid actor from the movie It. We had Sophia Lillis from Gretel and Hansel, and we had Finn Wolfhard from The Turning, and now we have Jaden Lieberherd, or whatever his name is. He actually goes by Jaden Martell now, but he was from It as well. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: yes. Lots of synchronicities. Yes.
1: So yeah, very ominous stuff. It reminded me a little bit of hereditary because there's some. You were saying that. Something yeah. with a dollhouse, that's all we'll say. Um,
0: and some, some of the religious. I can't decide if that whole concept with the dollhouse was cheesy, if it added anything. Some moments I was like, okay, we're going far too long on this. But there is a payoff to it. I'm still undecided. If it was necessary. I mean, they probably
1: visit the dollhouse a few too many times, maybe. But I thought there was a good payoff
0: for that. Whenever the dad was at the dollhouse. Right. I. The mother sees the dollhouse at the beginning and then the father sees the dollhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it could have been much. um... I guess I didn't like the dad. I think that that's what it is. I thought that the dad was very flat.
1: Okay. Well, the dad is kind of the worst. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: poor Alicia Silverstone
0: but yeah this really
1: pulls the rug out from underneath you and um yeah it left me rattled at the end definitely like I couldn't stop thinking about it and if only more movies could do that so
0: I mean should we put together our final thoughts yeah my final thought is pretty simple it's definitely a (laughs) flick definitely a flick
1: check it out I believe this movie comes out February 14th in limited release, and then it goes wider in the next couple of weeks.
0: They should have released this last yeah. year. I
1: know. Well, it was supposed to come out last year, and then, like, in November, and then it they should have. It. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I wrote down. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So go see it peeps. Yes. What are you waiting for? You and waiting if you for... do go see it, we want to know what your thoughts are. So send us a message. And of course, you know we're going to be dying to read your full review on the oh, yeah. com. obviously. Done. Yes. Almost done. I'm Don't sorry. worry, I'll keep prodding him over here with the um <laughs> it'll be like the handmaid's tale. I have the Ow. cattle, um <laughs> the cattle prodders, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um so Ooh, that
1: was kind of a, a nice segue. <laughs> Do you think? Well, cat on fraud, but uh, <laughs> not really.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> kind of, I mean, I in guess a way, in a way. if we're
1: talking about the Horse. farm animals, yes, yeah. Farm okay. animal. So what? Oh, yeah. Horse Girl. So the, yeah, the next movie on the list, it's a smaller movie, Horse Girl. Um, so this played at Sundance and then it found a home at Netflix. Allison Brie plays she's the lead in this. She plays Sarah. Um, a saleswoman at a craft store, because her closest friend is Molly Shannon, a co-worker who's, like, a good listener, (laughs) but, um, yeah, rather than go out with, what's that? I love her. I know, I do, too. Every time she smiles, I just laugh my ass off. So, rather than go out with friends that she doesn't even really have, Sarah would rather go visit the horse that she used to ride, or she'd rather stay in and watch her favorite Supernatural crime show, which I love it. it, it yeah, it, it was. So she's like terrible an introverted I so homebody. At, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a sucker for oh, one. While she makes anklets, she wa- she makes anklets while she's watching lanyards.
0: Well, but she says it, anklets to her. Roommate. It's interchangeable,
1: right? Yes. <laughs> so and um, so on her birthday, um, Sarah's roommate um, encourages her boyfriend to invite over his single roommate. Darren, who shares a name with the lead character on Sarah's favorite show. And so they're both socially awkward when he comes over, and, but they eventually hit it off. And um, he even comes back in the morning and asks her out on a date. And then, oh, so cute. I know. And then as things start panning out for Sarah, her sleepwalking worsens. She's, like, losing time. She starts getting nosebleeds. And then she has this lucid dream... And then she thinks she's a clone, and she thinks... She,
0: aliens get involved. Aliens are
1: abducted. But not her. really.
0: It's not one of those types of So this of is about mental illness. This
1: is definitely about mental illness. Another one. Right. I mean, The Lodge was also about right. mental illness and prescription. It was, prescription in a way, yes. And... It was. Um, so I would say that I liked how um, Horse Girl started more than where it went. I thought it yes. started out as this, like, quirky, low-key character drama. It had a lot of cringy humor. Not in, a, like, a terribly written way, but, like, cringy. Like, it felt so honest. And, like, it was I fun. had to watch through splayed fingers. <laughs> um, but it was, like, oddly likable for a long time. And then I felt like it just took, like, a sharp left turn. It was the aliens once you started talking about the aliens. It just gets way out there and... I'm fine with a movie that, like, wants to deal, you know, directly with mental illness, but...
0: Do you think it was the cemetery part that kind of got you, and then it took a turn? Because that's where it was for me.
1: I don't... I can't pinpoint exactly where it just kind of lost me. But... um, We should say, Alison Brie is very good in this. I mean, I haven't seen her in that... She's in a Netflix show, Glow... Um, but this seems to be, like, a real good showcase for her to, like, show her dramatic chops. Cause she's usually known for comedy. Like, she was on that show
0: Community, and she's been in a lot of comedies. Yeah, you were saying comedies. that. Um, it's nice to see them in diff- way different mm-hmm. Yeah. roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just, I don't know, the
1: movie, um... In styles,
0: yeah. It just kind
1: of... I don't know. It just kind of lost me. Oh, it did it? It its way.
0: Well, th- <laughs> see, I think that it, it does do that because it was starting to include, I think, way too many of these quote-unquote supernatural
1: yeah. things. That it's things,
0: almost yeah. like the writer had no idea what they were talking about, well, f- I think. The funny thing is,
1: um, so it was directed by Jeff Baina. I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but I do. Um, Alison Brie actually co-wrote the script with him.
0: Oh, poor so she soul! She to wrote
1: the script, and then, you know, I think they didn't the know what they way. were
0: talking about. No, like they, like I knew what they were trying to do, but they were just incorporating like, okay, aliens. Then you have like tarot. Then you have like this and that. And it's like, all right, well, like target. there's just a little too much.
1: Yeah, I felt like it different wu. Took a giant tonal shift, and it just, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't quite land for me, and. I don't know if I just need to sit with it and mull it over or what. But,
0: um, yeah, I liked where it started rather than where it ended. I think I'm just sad. I'm sad sad because I was really rooting for her and Darren. You know it. Like, as soon as I saw Darren walk through the door that night (laughs) of her birthday, I was like, oh, my God, too, like... I know. Quirky, nerdy, introvert, weird.
1: yeah. And
0: this has a really
1: good cast. Not, I wouldn't say like household names, but like the, yeah, roommate, the roommate. was Debbie Ryan. She's in a Netflix show. She was also like a Disney. Starlet. Oh, she looks Disney. Yeah, she's okay. very Disney. Yeah. Um, the guy that plays Darren, John Reynolds, was in a show that I liked called Search Party, along with Meredith Hagner. A lot, just a lot of like comedy people. Paul Reisner shows up. Riser. Paul can Reiser. See that. Um, yeah.
0: So... <laughs> I feel like this one's even hard to really talk about because it does take such a nosedive. And I forgot that... So you,
1: have you heard of the movie I Heart Huckabees? It's very woo-woo. Heard of it? No? Heard of it. Well, Jeff Bana who directed this, he actually co-wrote that. And that movie I did not like because it was very... Um, like abstract. I don't know, it just lost me. Mm-hmm. But so mm-hmm. this is kind of the same deal here. Um it's an odd duck of a movie. It's not uninteresting. It's not I mean it it's definitely interesting. I just it doesn't quite stick the landing. Well, you know, I didn't fall asleep, so that's saying right, something. Right, that is saying something. It also has like this drum score that I kind of liked like a I don't even know how to explain it. There were drums in there, but there was also like a it sounded like bubbles. You know what I mean? Whenever she had her little episodes. The score's not sticking out it's for me. It's not sticking
0: out for you?
1: Oh, it's no. for me. It very uh, flat. Uh, well, I mean, whenever you compare
0: it to something like The Lodge, like, wow. I feel like that was just... But two completely different paces and... Yes. not Apples and oranges, Alex. <laughs> and I don't like either one. <laughs> you
1: can't have either one. Um... So I hate to do this, but it's a relu- reluctant flop for me. It was it was headed
0: towards flick territory and then Yeah, flop. Two thirds of the way through, I was like, oh my god, I'm liking it. I'm really yeah. liking it. And then I was like, oh really? Yes. I don't regret that I watched it. No, I would we, say watch it. And we should reinforce, even though we
1: are saying whether it's a flick or a flop. Like you should still see it. Support
0: filmmakers. Support Alison Brie. Yeah, because we obviously don't. I mean, I would call. I would actually call it a flick. I oh, would. Have you oh, you're changing your mind? I'm not changing my mind. I'm <laughs> oh, okay. saying like yes. It took a nosedive like two thirds of the way through. Right. but like kind of like the turning for me. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't... I like so much I did not like the turning at all. Oh. Well, because I'm so (laughs) mad, right? You're so pissed. Right, I'm just pissed. (laughs) Yeah. So... I'm like two-thirds of a flick.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going with two-thirds flick. All right, so Horse Girl gets a flop from me, a
0: reluctant flop from me, and it gets a flick from Alex. So we've only been waiting for this one for probably... I don't know. I've been thinking about this one for months, it seems like.
1: Yeah, the ads really build it up. So, this is the biggie of the week. It's Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's the full title. Um,
0: What a mouthful. I know.
1: But, yeah, I'd rather just call it Birds of Prey. But, anyway. So, this is kind of an origin story for Harley Quinn, played by Margot Robbie. Um, So, she was in... Suicide Squad which came out like 4 years ago it was kind of a sloppy mess but it had a bunch of DC comics supervillains together and Margot Robbie was actually one of the film's like few bright spots. She played Joker's psychiatrist turned girlfriend. So this is her movie. Like she she owns the role. She brings this like lunatic energy to it. So I guess we should kind of Build up the plot a little bit, but um, so she's broken up with her puddin', Mister J, the <laughs> Joker, and she feels all alone in Gotham City. So to get closure, she blows up the Ace Chemicals plant,
0: and which is where they met, right? And they would hang that's out, where he, like
1: doused her yes. in the chemicals, and she went crazy. Yeah.
0: Um. For those that don't know, because I was clueless.
1: <laughs> so once the Ace Chemicals plant is blown up. Um, It's kind of a tip-off to um, this alcoholic cop, Renee Montoya, played by Rosie Perez, who is also investigating this series of revenge murders by the Huntress. Um, So all of these women become the birds of prey. So it's, as I said, it's Renee Montoya, the Huntress, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and then there's also... um, She's a songbird called Black Canary, played by Journey Smollett Bell. I think yes. her name is. Yes. Loved her. Yes. Oh, She's there's fierce. just this one She's scene, Yes. So. Yeah. so the, the plot. I mean, the plot isn't isn't really what matters here, but there is a villain. Ewan McGregor plays um, this club owner, Roman Senois, I think his name is. He also goes by Black Mask. He. Um, has this diamond and this orphaned pickpocket named Cassandra Kane steals it from his henchman and he, you know he wants it back and then Harley Quinn and the three other women try to protect her from Roman and that's that's pretty much just Yeah of the because plot.
0: the the diamond doesn't that give access to all of these other treasures to fund his I guess Big so. army. And... I guess so.
1: The diamond is a MacGuffin. And a MacGuffin is like. Correct. Yes. Right. Yes. It, it doesn't really matter, but it gets the plot <laughs> rolling. What really matters here, though, is Margot Robbie as Harley Frickin' Quinn. Like, she. I love her. She, this is a role that she was born to play. Like, she
0: brings so much personality to this. I think Anne Hathaway also could have played the role. No, 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 no. They're very similar. I think that, yeah. I think that Margot or whatever her name is. Margot Robbie. Right. She's Australian. Love her. Know. Love. She's her. very similar to Anne Hathaway. We yeah. were talking about this. I think that it's like her. Sister from another mister, but a <laughs> dark and evil. Right. <laughs> I mean, psychotic. She
1: is psychotic. She's very unhinged and wild eyed, but like she's still, you still root for her and she's really funny. Like Margot Robbie, who knew she had this comic timing? Like she's so gorgeous, but she's also really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes on this little, there's this little comic bit about like her mouth waters over um, a Uh, bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. She gets it. My mouth was watering. Yeah. It's hilarious (laughs) because it's relatable. Like, and, you know, she, all she wants to do is eat the sandwich, and she she's she's getting chased, and, like, it ends up falling to the floor, and you just see, like, her face just, Oh, like, so tragic. Oh, tragedy. I was like, girl, um, I feel you. Yeah, and she also has a pet hyena that she treats like a cuddly kitten, <laughs> which is just some somehow adorable. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah. I, and this is R-rated. It's very violent and profane, but it, it, it needs to be. Um... Yeah, it it buzzes along, it has this really fast pace, but it never feels too frantic, you know, where it's just like too much. Like I think it really matches Harley's um personality. She has this snappy voiceover that kinda of dictates like when to jump around in the timeline. She she breaks the fourth wall a lot. It's kinda she like does. it's kinda like Deadpool. Oh my god, I know It's that kinda this like. Was
0: Alex adores Deadpool. This is nothing like Deadpool. This is nothing like Deadpool. No, people However, are comparing that, it to that. I mean, movies. Because I hate Deadpool. Oh, I love it's it. terrible. This is a classy <laughs> Deadpool if you were going to compare this to Deadpool. Because I think Deadpool is just like so trashy and profane oh and vulgar. Well, Not that this isn't, but right. this is a classier. Yes. I think I'm just obsessed with her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this. Was I need a,
1: more. This was a blast. She, and we should talk about some. We should talk about the other women in it. Well, um, right.
0: You were saying this kind of an
1: introduction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the movie's called Birds of Prey, but then it also has the in parentheses the emancipation, right. so It's the freedom. It's right. talking
0: about the adventure and how right. These so she is. Free. She's done
1: with Joker. Joker is not in this. I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, the Birds of Prey, the other women, um, Black Canary and the Huntress and then, um, the cop, Montoya,
0: and the Renee girl. Montoya,
1: and, and the little girl who has this, like, no nonsense. Cause
0: she gets, she gets saved.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Cassandra Kane, Yeah, she, she's, she's funny. She's very no nonsense, like, she doesn't take any shit and she's oh, a yeah.
0: kid.
1: Um... But yeah, so what I where I was going with that, I think you know, the other women aren't as defined as you would probably like, but they are existing to live in Harley's orbit. Like this is Harley's movie, um, but they definitely get plenty of moments to shine. Like um, the actress that plays Black Canary, um,
0: why do I keep? She does get her name? a lot of um, airtime. I- I always say airtime, but time. screen time. I don't Journey, know why you say airtime. Journey S- Smollett
1: Bell. I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but she was a child. I remember her, um, growing up, she was a, a child actress. But she is fierce. She's magnetic. She
0: can we talk she looks about good it? in those
1: jeans. Like, she, she rocks it. Yeah. yeah. Can we yeah. talk
0: about it? Yeah. That one scene? Oh, my God. Which one? Towards the end? Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Well... I was going to get into the action, but... Right. So, we should say, the action set pieces are really well staged. They have this, like, bone-crunching brutality to them. Like, they... Oh, my God. All of the... Ugh, oh, the legs. And, oh. Right. What I love about this, though, um, the the director, um, Kathy Yawn, this is her first studio feature, she lets the action play out. She doesn't her and the editor do not, like, cut the action into, like, itty-bitty pieces so you can't tell what is going on or to bring, like, a an energy to it. Like, it has energy on its own just watching them play out and actually seeing the choreography. And they're really playful. Like, there's one involving um, cocaine Yes. real quick.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, no, the third act showdown is a lot of fun. It's really exciting. It's set in a fun house of an abandoned carnival called Booby Trap. And it has... Pure. At Founders Pure. Right, right. Yeah. And it has this uh, little throwaway detail that's very sensible. It's where Harley offers what? a hair tie to Black Canary because oh, yes. her frizzy hair is, like, getting in her field of vision while she's kicking ass. And that was just, like, a small little detail that I, that I liked, um... It was a killer scene. It was a killer scene, yeah. And the camera just, like, rolls around the the, the fun house, and it has those, like, it was almost, like, Matrix-esque. Hands. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Margot Robbie is, like, the obvious centerpiece of the movie, but I think this is one of those movies where, like, the movie's firing on all, like, in all departments. Like, the pacing is breakneck, fast. The editing is is quick. The comic timing is sharp. It has this really hyperactive energy to it. It's overly caffeinated, <laughs> but it's never obnoxious. You know what I mean.
0: It was a fun roller coaster.
1: Yeah, it's a roller coaster. Um, oh, and there's a cool little animated sequence at the beginning. Beginning that kind of catches the viewer up. I thought yes. that was cute and cheeky. Yes. Um, yeah. So this All is was this great. is everything that Suicide Squad. Wanted to be but failed miserably at. um Did you skip that? Did you see that?
0: I did not. Yeah, mm-mm. you're you're. Didn't fine. see it. No. They're rebooting
1: it anyway. A soft reboot. They're Can't wait. It. But I um I do I'm obsessed think, with her now. I do think so. In, I I need it, more
0: so. more details. I yeah. need more of her. Yeah, yeah. This was definitely a movie that like. Um, I mean, this screamed, like, an introduction to another, right? Right. Because that's... I'm like, listen, I need, like, a Charlie's Angels version (laughs) of Gotham City. Like, I need it.
1: Oh, we didn't even say the name Ewan McGregor. What did you think of him as the baddie, the big bad? I love him. Yeah. This is a role that... I thought he nailed it. People are not used to seeing him in, but I... I, It's very, like... It was very, like, off-kilter... I don't know. He, he was he was very funny. He sometimes reminded me of like a like a man child. Like he kind of he was you know very I mean?
0: Austin Powers ish. Yeah. To me. Oh really? Uh huh. Austin Powers. Yeah. Y- and yet. Not as like. Wacky. To
1: that level. I mean, there was a goofiness to him, but he also orders his henchmen to peel off faces. To yeah. Off I, faces. I
0: wasn't gonna say it, but. Oh whatever.
1: That's right, and his henchman is is very skeevy and frightening, played by Chris Messina. I thought he was
0: good, um, kind of cute and this, yes. like badass. He is well. He is nor- <laughs> he is normally cute, but he had yeah. a lot of scars in this. Um, right. well, oh, I
1: also like that. I didn't like the makeup. Well, well, I mean it suited him, but yeah. Um, I also liked that um, little musical interlude where she's playing Marilyn Monroe. <gasps> Diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's
0: best friend. That was such a good yeah. Which is
1: funny because uh, Nicole Kidman sings that in Moulin Rouge, and Ewan McGregor was in that.
0: That's what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like it whenever they yes. play on different films. Yeah, little nods. Yeah. Um, so yeah. tell so you, not to spoil it. You guys should really take a look at his full review whenever he publishes it. Mm-hmm. Um, But not to spoil it, like, so you did not give this an A. And I'm just trying to understand, like, we were talking off air. Right. And I was like, okay, so this is definitely an A for me. I don't know if it's, like, an A-minus, but, like, I feel like an A-minus is worse than an A. So
1: I'll explain where I'm coming from. (laughs) Right. First off, it's not always about the grade. Um, I know people like to know, like, you know, what did you give this? But, um... No, when, when you see a lot of movies, you just know when you come out of an A movie. Like, uh-huh. you know, you can't stop thinking about it. It's hitting on all levels. I'm it's not like saying... And... I mean, this was definitely the movie that it wanted to be, and it was good at being the movie it wanted to be. Um, you know, it's not thematically deep, and I shouldn't knock it for that. But, I mean, I would... Well, you'll have to read my review and see. I, I, I give it a high rating. But it's not a perfect movie to me. But,
0: anyway. See, I think that I'm just giving it such a high grade (laughs) because it's like, oh my god, there have been some really shitty movies out (laughs) there lately. (laughs) Sorry,
1: but... (laughs) You have to see it on its own merits or grade it on its own merits, but... um... What no. were we saying? You can't
0: compare a mandarin orange to a navel orange? Exactly. <laughs> like, just because you hated the grudge, you can't give birds prey right. in a prey <laughs> Or the turning in
1: my... Yeah, just because yes. you thought the turning was shit. Um, no, this was this was a lot of fun. I, I, I my eyes were glued to the screen. Like, every moment. Um... But yeah I would see another one of these cause I mean you know they're gonna keep
0: going with this this franchise yes they need to time. I think people are really enjoying it oh yeah yeah worth the hype too and we got a pin yes at the, at the screening and we had the opportunity to participate in something else but we didn't but that's okay <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? so what are we what are we looking forward to next week um, so next week... I'm hoping next week's Fantasy Island. Yes. I
1: don't know if I'm screening Day. for it, but yeah. Fantasy Island, for sure. The new Blumhouse movie. It's based on a TV show. Um, Downhill. It's a remake of a Swedish movie with Will Ferrell and Julie Louis-Dreyfus. It's a big week next week. Oh, um, you're going to see Sonic. I'm seeing Sonic the Hedgehog on Saturday but I'm passing myself. on that one. Oh my god, I should... Drink beforehand. Just I have to kidding. go to a home
0: inspection. You know, real <laughs> estate.
1: Right. Just kidding. I'm not drinking before this. It's at ten in the morning, but I'm gonna go because I take myself very seriously. Um, th- it's a big week, and then we all. I'll, I also have a screener of it's a ne- another Netflix movie. Um, to all the boys. P.S. I still love you. It's a sequel to. It's a sequel to to all the boys. I
0: loved, or something like that. <laughs> oh. You would like it. It's, what about it's like a. Teen um, romantic come to Daddy?
1: I never got. Still I, waiting. It's still waiting on that, but Elijah would. Um, he'll be fine. He doesn't uh,
0: need to. I like him. The I Lord like of the him Rays, too. Like, I'm loyal. I like
1: him too. But yeah, so we have those four. I mean, that's. that's so I if you guys have yeah. seen any of these, let us know. Yes, please do. So. To wrap up this episode, we talked about the Lodge, which we both gave a flick. Definitely a to. flick. Definitely a flick. Lodge was a flick. And then we talked about Horse Girl. I gave it a reluctant flop, and you gave it a flick.
0: Pretty sure I gave it a flick. Yeah. You
1: gave it a flick. Yep. And then it's been a great week. And then Birds of Prey. That flop is that a plus. flick
0: times <laughs> ten. <laughs> Must a plus. I was saying I would go see it again. Like, I would go oh, see I it would again too. this week. I would like too. it was, It was that good.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, there's definitely a, a lot of rewatch value there. Right.
0: Yes, replay value. Yes. So we hope you guys enjoyed. Feel free to subscribe. Find us all over the interwebs. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so feel free to join the conversation. Send us a voice message, especially if you have seen Birds of Prey. I need to know what your thoughts were. Until next time.
1: All right, guys, have a good weekend.